I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Are you serious? Hello, this is How to Kill an Hour. My name is Marcus Bronzy, and on today's show, I'm joined by... Well, brother, I'll let you introduce yourself to the gang, man. Yo, what's going on? It's Nick Bright, back again, in the words of troops from AFTV. It's been a minute, man. How are you? I'm all good, man. I'm all good. I've been cracking on with things. Uh, this podcast is going out in a little bit, but um, watched the England match recently, Nick. I know you're a guy that's into your sports. Wasn't that exciting, was it? Uh, do you know what? I'm going to be completely honest with you. I didn't even watch it. That it was that um, bad. You just turned it <laughs> off, Nick. Do, do you know what is? I, I, like the, the England match, as we record this, uh, the latest one happened yesterday, yeah. and um, it's the, it was the same day as the Formula One, um, okay. the first the first race of the new season in Formula One kicked off yesterday. So obviously, man, I had to watch that. Lewis Hamilton do the damn thing, bruv. <laughs> Did his job, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, especially because. Sorry for anyone who doesn't like Formula One or um, sport, but put it this way: he was he was second on the grid at the start of the race behind the guy who's got allegedly got the fastest car this season, and then he managed to get past him through some pit stop strategies. And in the last kind of five or six laps, this guy was on Hamilton's ass, like like you know when you're mm. looking in the rear view mirror when you're on a motorway or something and someone is basically sitting in your back seat that is what it was in a formula one car going you know hundreds of mile an hour so yeah yeah Hamilton managed to like hold him off and win the race it was, it was gassy he's insanely talent in talent like in terms of like his level of racing like you said like he's not in the fastest car and really you'd think that 90 percent of that job is making sure that you've got the fastest car do you know what I mean? Mm. Insane. I mean, to to be fair, he normally is in the fastest car. Let's just point <laughs> that out. Like, it's just because this is the first race of the new mm. season and Red Bull, the team that um, Max Verstappen races for, uh, they've had a better off season clearly and developed a faster car. But it all gets evened out, you know, because um, they, they're, they're developing all the time and they're changing things all the time. After every single race, they look at the data that gets fed back to the factories and then they change it, the aerodynamics. As long as it's, it's within the, the regulations, they'll change the aero for the next race. And put it this way, Mercedes are probably going to end up having the fastest car because uh, they have for the past bloody five years or something mad like that. So it'll probably yeah. continue. 
But money is a good helping factor when you are doing F1. And let's be honest, Red Bull have got money, you know. They have got dough. Yeah, but, yeah, but, but, but Mercedes got dough as well. <laughs> <laughs> you're, saying, you're saying like Red Bull are racing like me. You know what I mean? Me and you have decided to start a team. and We've somehow lucked out with the fastest car. <laughs> They're racing Mercedes, bro. <laughs> Oh man! So, what, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Before we get into the tech and stuff, what have you been up to recently, Nick? Um, you know, just a lot of sitting around, not doing a lot because we've all still been in this flipping lockdown uh, in the UK. But one of the nice things that's happened as of late is the new Line of Duty started. Although I've got to be honest, um, haven't even watched any of it because I can't do this week to week thing anymore. I cannot do it. You know, like watching a program and then having to wait a week for the next episode. Like, I refuse. I point blank refuse to live like I'm in the 90s still. So I would (laughs) sooner wait for the whole thing to have been on telly so I can binge it when I want. Yeah. I can't even lie, Nick. I'm exactly the same. I have no urge to get out there and tease myself with a measly 60 minutes of drama. And and on top of that, it's like... Like you say, you're teasing yourself only a measly 60 minutes and then they like end it all. They always end it so epically. You know, what we've got used to now is like an episode ends epically and then you've only got to wait 20 seconds unless you click the the, the next yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, you've you've only got to wait 20 seconds for that next hit. Mm. They they, they want me to wait seven days. What do they think this is? Get out of here, mate. Get out of here. And also, yeah, like, come on, let's look at it. The Snyder Cut right of justice league he could have done that he could have chopped it up into little bits but instead he said no hear what take the take all four hours of it in one go and and that that deserves a round of applause that does because you know that's what it's all about you know just throw a round of applause on that right there thank you very much because nobody wants to wait around. I'm surprised so many people are doing it. I mean, don't get me wrong. A lot of people that watch um, Line of Duty are probably a bit older and stuff like that. It's on the BBC. Mm-hmm. Um, but me, I saw that it was coming out week to week and I said, forget it, bro. Forget it. So we won't be talking about Ben Coppers for a few weeks on the show. Ben Coppers. Ben as, Coppers. As he would say. Uh, sorry <laughs> to everybody in Northern Ireland who might hear this and is extremely offended by my terrible Northern Irish accent. Oh, mate. Trust me. You know, oh, do you know what I want to do, Nick, though? Actually, with Line of Duty, I do want to play the Line of Duty bingo where you got to take like a sip of your drink every time they say Ben Coppers. And when or, they say like um, AC12. My, my, oh, if, if it's AC12, you'll be smashed, mate. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, like, um, Hastings, the, the the main dude, always says "Mother of God," doesn't he? When he finds stuff out, he's "Mother of God." Mother, Mother of God. God. Yeah, like yeah, he's man. he's got he's got some excellent one-liners. Actually, I saw an interview that he did on um, Breakfast TV, and he said that even though he's Northern Irish himself, and obviously he brings a lot to the table with, um, you know, the sayings and the colloquialisms. They kind of just asked a load of people in Belfast, um, what are what are some of uh, some kind of great family sayings that you've heard through the years? And then they kind of plucked out the ones they liked the most, and that's where all his kind of mad um I don't know what you call them. I guess sayings is the only word I can think of, but where he's kind of mad things come from. It's that they're actual things that people say in Belfast. There you go. Research does the job. Yeah, mm. you know what, bruv? I love it, mate. I love it. I'm I'm here for it. So I'm ready to get into some um, line of duty, but not just yet. Uh, I did watch the Justice League Snyder Cut. I don't know if you have. Uh, we've not I spoken have, about I have not. Come and e- educate me. Come on, tell me why I should. Well, 
I watched Batman versus Superman. This is before Justice mm-hmm. League. And I've said many a time on How to Kill an Hour that I feel that the guys at DC were seeing what Marvel was doing and they tried to rush it. And yeah. I was like, don't rush it. Like it took years for us to get from the original X-Men. Yeah. Then when then when we started having our actual kind of generations of of of, of real Marvel heroes, the build up was years and like over ten years basically for us to get to the to, to Thanos clicking his fingers, right? <laughs> yeah. So with DC, it was like they really rushed into it. And then I was like, with Batman versus Superman, I was like, oh, I don't know about this. Wonder Woman was all right. It's all right. And then all of a sudden, Justice League, I'm like, hang on, you're giving us all of all of the guys working together, but we've not got any backstory. So I, I kind of have said a few times that I felt like DC should flatten the whole lot and just go again. Start again. Give us some origin films and we'll crack on from there. Uh, and with Justice League, I feel like the Snyder Cut really took time to just give us backstories of other characters. It wasn't... He did some cool stuff in there, like made the special effects a bit better. But what you get is you just get a bit more of all the other characters. Like you see Mm. more of what they're about. So they don't come across as idiots or silly or just grumpy for no reason. Um, So I liked it, man. And and what I found funny was I said I liked it on Twitter. And those people were like, oh, it's so long, man. Actually, no, I actually asked for four word reviews. People were like, it's too long, man. It was too long. I was like, you know, we're watching this at home, all of us, on yeah. our own. And in in, yeah. in lockdown as well. Yeah. It's like, yeah. come on, guys, surely you want to, it can't be long <laughs> enough for me. You know what I mean? Like when at the minute, when there's not really anything to do and we're mm. all just kind of sitting around hunting for things to do. Yeah. The longer, the better. And also, right, if it really does feel too long, do what I did. I took a little break halfway through. Went and had a little cup of tea, had some biscuits, a lot of biscuits, and... And then came back and watched the rest of it. Some people were like, it was a slog to get through. I was like, how are you going to let your like, TV run your life? You run your TV life. It was a slog to get through. Yeah. I've, got, I've got sitting around doing nothing to get on with. <laughs> you know, I can't sit around being entertained. I need to yeah. sit around just staring at the wall. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it was, it, it, was, it was good. I enjoyed it. And it was just a good example of how visions can change a lot in Hollywood. You don't mm. realise the final cut that you get to see of a film sometimes is an hour and a half where the original director might have left three hours there and the studios come in and said, nah, sorry, mate, this has got to be a 90 minute job. Or they, or just a few people might make a decision like, oh yeah, we don't like that joke. Leave it out. Do you know what I mean? Like there are a couple of yeah, quips yeah, yeah. in there. Like I'll tell you this joke because it won't spoil the film. I think uh, the flash says something to Batman about like, what's your superpower? And like he goes, I'm rich. And I was like, I love that joke, man. That's a bit mm-hmm. a bit whack, isn't it? Like, or or like <laughs> he he Batman buys instead of like this will spoil it if I don't say it right. Somebody loses something and yeah. instead of buying it back, he buys like <laughs> how do I play it's like for example, say like you lived in a house or you say you rented a room in a house, right? Or let's say you bought a flat, right? In a block. Yeah. You lose yeah. the flat in the film, right? I buy the whole block of flats at the end of the film and give you your flat back. No point, is there? Just buy back your flat. Makes no yeah. difference. Uh, so he does a few things like that where I'm like, no, they need to stop gassing about the money thing here with Batman. But other than that, good film, man. It, ben Affleck even came off a bit better as well. And I didn't really like the Batfleck. So yeah, it was all right. I, 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 DC movies, I've not, I've not been a massive fan of them. Obviously, Marvel has smashed it with so many of their oh, yeah. um, movies. You know, even if you're not the biggest Marvel fan and you haven't seen it in the right order and blah, 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 I feel like you can dip in and out of certain movies. Mm. Um, but Joker, I feel like, for me, is 
one of my favorite DC films. One of my favorite films, actually, that like I've seen oh, in yeah. a long while. I really, I just thought it was a great movie, to be honest with you. Um, mm. So, and I know, I know it's not part of the extended DC universe. Is that right? Because I'm not, I'm, yeah. I've got to be honest with you and the listeners, Marcus, I'm not as brushed up on the Marvel DC stuff as you, but I think yeah. I, 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 I heard somewhere. You're right. Yeah, standalone. Yeah, Joker is not part of the, yeah, it's a bit like, um, Who's the, the the funny Marvel one? What's his name? Deadpool. Oh my god, it's Deadpool. Yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. part of the um the Marvel cinematic universe, is he? He's not. He well, technically yeah, but he's not because he's he's so X rated. I don't think Disney are going to let him drift over into films and be his right. usual self. He, it's it, yeah. it's so mad how like some of it is and some of it isn't. Like, and right. I I get it for for the for the kind of heads that are listening to this right now, the DC heads, the Marvel heads. They're like, bro, you're so dumb. How don't you get it? Blah blah blah. But trust me, Ben people think like me loads of people are like <laughs> why is this person not in the not in the, with the others like, i don't understand <laughs> like, but i apologize to all of you out there that are swearing uh, uh, right out loud right now but a lot of people think like that trust me <laughs> why why are they left out man joker seems cool <laughs> he, he just seems like he's got a few problems just like put your arm around him and let him join the crew <laughs> you know what i mean maybe he wouldn't be so messed up then well, the jo- the Joker in um the Joker that's part of the Justice League universe actually he get- Jared Leto he gets a little bit of a yeah yeah uh, I was I was gonna to I d- shine didn't work for my joke though but you know I, <laughs> I, I did I did know there was another Joker I I did know that <laughs> but didn't didn't work for my joke I can imagine Sorry. they listening like oh my days I'm in the AirPods on the table disrespect <laughs> ah, um. Yeah, so even even Jared's touch is a bit better. I still think, long story short, I don't think he's he's, a, he's the best Joker. I I did love, you know, Joaquin's Joker. That was mm. insane. But do you know what I think Smashed is with DC it, yeah. man? Be dark. Like like Avengers has got the light, the the kind of kid friendly stuff. Go dark. Go where there's space. Yeah. Get me. And um, yeah. So we'll see. Maybe there'll be some more Snyder Cut style things. I don't know. Everyone's saying they don't know what's going to happen, but the reality is, is we're in lockdown and we need more content to be out there. So, Mm. you know, clearly I think if lockdown didn't happen, then we might not have been seeing the Snyder Cut ever. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you know, speaking of cuts, this is such a weird one, right? Do you know there's an R-rated version or should we say like an 18 version of Mrs. Doubtfire apparently that was made? Mad filthy jokes in there. Yeah, apparently like there's outtakes where Robin Williams is doing loads of really like Inappropriate, not inappropriate, but like dirty well, jokes. But there's but that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, you know, based on the the humor that Robin Williams has. Yeah, um, you know, or, or had, I should say. But yeah, I've I've not I've not heard this before. I I would actually love to watch that, bro. People are saying that there was a cut of it. Will it ever come to light? Who knows? But I would love to see that, like a naughtier version of Mrs. Doubtfire. It might, that might be yeah, great. Come on, might spoil get, it. Get, 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 get your people to phone the people and get them to drop that. Drop that. Yeah, you're a yeah, powerful yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. Marcus. You I know, what I mean? you know, you've Don't got connections everywhere. So I got us a Snyder cut. I had to threaten ruining the whole DC universe by flattening it, and that's how we got the Snyder cut, which brought us back. So yeah, of course, man. See no what problem. I mean? That's what I'm saying. Stand you call Marcus Thanos on in in the bits. You know? <laughs> My guy can just go click and just destroy everything if he wants to. Make it happen. Podcasts don't exist anymore. Anyway, enough <laughs> shit chatting from me. Right, so a bit of tech that we've got our hands on for our killer bit this week is a microphone that you both tried out. You may be a keen listener of the show and realise that I sound a little bit different today. That is because I'm using said microphone. Uh, Nick Bright has also used said microphone as well. And this microphone is the Shaw MV7 mic. It's mm. come from a company, Shaw, who is... 
fair to say a market leader in terms of microphones yeah. that are for studio quality, radio quality. If you've watched a podcast or seen clips of radio shows like Breakfast Club or whatever, the black microphone that you'll see them using is the SM7B from Shaw. Right, Nick? Yep, that's it, the microphone I'm using right now, in fact. Yep, it's the microphone we usually use here for How to Kill an Hour. And I think uh, using Shaw mics, even when I was doing club work, I always used like a SM58, which doesn't matter yep. if you know what the number of the mic is. It's just a mic that I knew was going to work. It's robust and it does the job, basically. So when Shaw came along and said, like, do you and Nick Bright want to try out the MV7? I was like, cool, what is the MV7? And they were like, it's this USB mic, or it can be plugged in like a normal mic, and it's kind of here to make podcasting easier. I was like, sure, send it over, and let's sure. try it out. Uh, <laughs> see what you did there, sure. <laughs> didn't sure, even, be, didn't even mean to do that there. <laughs> sorry, sorry, didn't sorry. Even you're, to. You're, you're, yeah. you're, you're trying to actually talk about something important <laughs> and I'm just thinking of puns, but but, but carry on, carry <laughs> That's on. That's all right. Well, you got your hands on it as well though, didn't you, Nick? So what was it like I, for you, man? I did. So I, I actually used it for... Um, for a professional job, which which sounds funny because I'm not really a professional guy, as many of you can tell, but I do the I do the um the voiceover for the MTV charts. So whenever you if you watch MTV in the UK, um you'll hear a chart show. Uh, that's me voicing it from this very room, on this very microphone, in this very seat. Um but I did because I had to be in two different places, obviously I can't take my full setup. On Thursday I was in one place and on Friday I was going to be in another place and they split the record over two days uh so obviously you have to use the same microphone otherwise it will sound different mm. so i was like right well this is the perfect opportunity for me to try out the uh, mv7 um because obviously it's the whole point of it is it's a usb mic usb c lead there's also um a regular usb lead in there as well in in, in the box you can just plug it straight in it's plug and play uh, there's a little bit more functionality that you can do with it which i'm sure you'll get into marcus because you've yeah. got it in front of you but like for my voiceover it was fine um the the the, the guys were happy uh, at MTV uh, once I sent them the voiceover and the fact that I recorded in two different locations and um, although there will probably be a little bit of acoustic difference unless you are really really listening you won't be able to tell um, and yeah I, th I thought it handled things very very well to be honest and we should point out as well that it's it is literally built on the um, SM7B, which is the microphone I'm using right now, a traditional um, XLR microphone, whereas the MV7 is a USB mic, but also has XLR functionality. So it can double up and, um, you know, it can be used like a traditional microphone or it can be used USB straight into your laptop, which is cool. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's built exactly, um, it's built to kind of mimic this one. It's like a mini sm7b in a way it's the same shape um it's a little bit smaller but you, yeah. you can control it on top of the microphone but the one thing i will say about it that i feel like could be improved the thing that the sm7b is so good at is handling plosives like when i pee when i put not not when i have a <laughs> yeah when, like, when nick when, actually know, pees nick, onto a microphone yeah, his yeah, sm7b I mean, handles it so I, much better I've never tested that. It could do. It might. You know, we can't say whether it does or it doesn't. We just don't know the answer. But, you know, if I if I say, um, I don't know, Peter Piper picks some peppers, like this can handle it really, really well. Yeah, Whereas yeah. I found the uh, MV7 struggled a little bit with that for me. Yeah, man. And like, look, I'm using it now. So you can pick it out when I'm doing my little peas and plosives when I'm actually talking. And you can kind of listen out for that for yourself. And I think that's that's a fair thing to say. And I was thinking about the best way to kind of describe how USB microphones that are out the box 
ready compared to something like the SM7B. And I think, I don't know whether we had a chat about this off mic, Nick, but I feel like we've had a similar chat at, at some point. Like the great thing about the SM7B is that it sounds amazing, right? But mm. it takes some knowledge of sound to get the best out of it, in my opinion. Like it's like a, it's like a it's like a welding tool in it. It's probably the best thing for sticking two bits of metal together. But if you don't know how to weld, you can't get the best out of it. Do you know what I mean? Like Useless, I'd probably end up yeah. burning the place down, right? So, but with the SM7B, I feel like some of the out of the box functions are pretty cool if you don't know what you're talking about. Like so, if you don't know what you're talking about, on the, you on just the don't MB7. know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah on the MB7, my bad. Yeah, Did I say SM7B. You did indeed, but I knew what you meant, mate. You know, right, MV7, cool. you can yeah. literally take it out and plug it straight in. Exactly. And and it comes with this app that I'm on now. And Gadgets Boy came on the show and spoke about it a little bit as well. But I'll talk through it again. So the app is called Motive and it's by Shaw. And basically, you can use it to control the microphone. Now, there's loads of settings on manual, which I'll talk about in just a sec, where whoopsie that was me pressing buttons which I i'll talk say, about you've done something i've done i've done it uh which i'll talk mm. about in just a sec where you can get really into it but the main settings you can just have stuff like so it's on near now uh, on far i'm going to put it on near so this is going to sound quieter when my mouse is a bit further away but when i get closer this is me getting a bit more intimate and close to it so this is for near mm. if i want to sound more radio like you want to get right in your ear holes yeah um <laughs> i'll stick it back on far and then it also has tone dark natural and bright so dark will kind of pick up the, the lower end. And I feel like yep. it's it's also limiting and cutting off my like plosives. Puh, puh, puh. Yeah, it's kind of like dipping a little bit with some compression. Uh, natural is natural and bright should really bring out the top end of it as well. Um, and then I can also mute the mic. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 
yeah, well, I'll turn that off and on again. Uh, and then in terms of the manual settings, this is where you can get really into it. So you can fiddle around with getting a high pass on it, which basically cuts off all the low end. Um, you can mess around with the compression, compression, which I can talk about what compression does, but let me just turn it all the way up. This is it really compressed. So All the way up. All the way up, which kind of just makes the quiet bits of my voice sound louder. So... I might leave it like that for a little bit, you know. Oh, I kind of like that still. Um, so the yeah, only you, thing, the only, yeah, from from a listener's perspective, and and the, the people listening to can probably hear that this yeah. as well. It's it's kind of um, also brought up the background noise Indeed. of your room. Indeed. So I can I can hear a bit more kind of I don't know I don't know if hiss is the right word, but there's just a little bit more background. Yes, yeah, it's, it's the fan on my MacBook because it's trying to take off at the moment. Yeah, that's what it is. Mine does that all the time yeah. as well. It's mad annoying. <sighs> Uh, what else does, does this do? Oh, so yeah, like Nick said, it's got buttons on the top, which means I can mute it as well. Let me tap that. There we go. So you can adjust stuff like that. You can adjust the microphone level, the headphone level as well. So you can plug your headphones into this. So you literally have a headphone jack in the back and a mic. Plug your headphones into it. Plug the mic into your computer and you're good to go. Um, so yeah, like, so yeah, Nick, I think there's a very clear difference between what this can do out of the box and what the SM7B can do out of the box. Mm. And the price is also different as well. The SM7B, you're looking at about 350 quid approximately. And this is around 220 pounds or 200 quid if you get the silver one at the moment. So it's 222 at the moment for the black one, which does look kind of cool anyway. Um, there are some other differences as well, aren't there, Nick? I suppose with regards to uh, what you can do, you, for example, have got a desk there, you've got your mic plugged in, you've got loads of EQ on it, you've even got special effects, right? Sound effects, right? Yeah, yeah, I can, I can play some... You've got no friends! Just play some <laughs> stupid sound effects if you want. I, I, I mean, I, I don't know why I would ever, ever use that. But fun to mess around with when you're just, you know, recording podcasts exactly. and goofing around. And I ain't got any of that now. I can't do that, really. I don't know. I probably would have to find out some software and find a way of doing it. But I always kind of like doing that with hardware. Uh, something you mentioned before we press record as well, Nick, about the um, headphone out on the MV7 as well. Yeah. So my main issue when I used it mm. for this voiceover is at, at the moment I'm using my SM7B, which is plugged into a, a into a desk. Um, uh, 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 and, and I can control the microphone through the desk, which is the same thing that you were hearing those sound effects from <laughs> as well. Uh, and then it's obviously got um, headphone volume, which I can turn up and down and I can hear myself great at the moment. But what I found when I plugged my headphones into the MV7 was even though on the top of the microphone, like you said, there's some functionality to turn your headphones up or down as well as the microphone level. I had the headphones on max and they were just really, really quiet. Mm. Um so I, I, I don't know whether that was that's me being an idiot and I hadn't set it up right or whatever, but they were really, really quiet. And and also, I think, yeah, micro. I think companies now that make USB microphones, that maybe there's somebody out there that's done this already. I don't even know. I haven't I haven't even researched it, but I'm I'm just going to say what my gripe is, and it's that. Now we all want wireless, don't we? Everything's wireless, wireless, wireless. You know. Yeah. Um. And and I think. <laughs> It would be a great time for people who want to stream and, and, and do stuff like that if they had the ability to connect to the microphone wirelessly with earpods or, you know, some kind of earbuds or whatever. Uh, because then you can sit back on your chair, you can put the the uh, MV7 in, what was it, far mode, distance, yeah, distance far mode? mode. Yeah. 
Yeah, you could put it. You could put it in far mode, and you can just sit back in your chair with your earpods in, and you're not tethered to anything. You know, mm. and, and my issue was I felt I, I still felt tethered, and I, I know that sounds stupid because at the moment I am tethered with wired headphones into my my broadcasting desk here. But like, I don't know. I just thought having such a, a good out the box USB microphone. If you'd have put the ability, if you'd have like put a feature on there, so it had the ability to connect to wireless ear um, phones of some kind, it would have been amazing, uh, and that would be a, a superior product. Obviously, that would probably impact the price as well. The price would go up, but like you said, there's they've still got a hundred quid to play with in difference between the MV7 and the SM7B anyway. So like you know, mm. if it's going to cost you a hundred quid more to have a USB version. Uh, of an SM7B, but you can connect to it wirelessly with your headphones. I feel like that's an amazing product myself. I think you're onto something there, you know. Imagine that out the box, they said, we will connect to your AirPods with no fuss. That's been one of the biggest um, issues we've had, not in making the AirPods connect to a computer and stuff, but we've found that when we're doing things like remote recording, using whatever websites people use, when you try and use your AirPods to monitor and then use the uh, microphone, like a professional microphone or a plug-in microphone, there's always either a delay or something stops working or you have to reset it before you go. So that's that would be fascinating. If you're listening, sure, mm. get your boys in development to do that. That would kick ass. And I think if they could have... The same sound quality as the SM, as the, as sorry, as the MV7, and do that as well. Like you said, mate, if the price was a little bit more, I think, I think that would be a winner. Because I've been yeah. using um a pair of wireless headphones, um when I'm using my PS5. Um, yeah, little humble brag there, man's got PS5. Mm-hmm. No, wow, but I mean, okay. <laughs> How many people did you kill to get that, mate? You know what I mean? Jeez. Um, by the way, do you know Microsoft said they're going to start making chips for all their competitors to um, help them make get their consoles because there's like a shortage of chips. That's why everyone ain't getting their PS5 yet. Quite nice of them. Didn't say how much they were going to charge though. But yeah, anyway, sorry. He's out here though with his flexing, you know what I mean? <laughs> Bragging about it on on the, on on how to kill an out. You better watch out though because any, any of your friends who know where you live, mate, now they've heard Lick you say that. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 might, they might pop round. Well, luckily I'm remote now, innit? MV7 style, so I could be mm-hmm. any part of the country. But what was I saying? Oh yeah, so yeah, wireless headphones I use when I'm gaming. And before, I used to just plug my headphones into the bottom of the controller, which was cool. But you feel so free, Nick, when you haven't got le- like leads on you. Do you know what I mean? It's liberating. Like, oh, it's liberating, so liberating. I, I remember the first pair of Bluetooth headphones I got for my when I, when I got an iPhone 10 mm. um, way back because obviously that, that was the. I think I think they had it before, but the iPhone 10 came out and it didn't have a, a, um, a headphone. Um, was it the iPhone 10? Whichever mm. one was the first one that didn't have the headphone um, jack anyway, and uh, I had it. And uh, I think it might have been the seven, you know. Yeah, I think it is actually, as well. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. Because because I was in my, I got it in Miami. I got the seven in Miami, so I flew to Miami with my old iPhone and, and just had normal headphones, which plugged into it. And then it came out when I was in Miami, so I copped it there. And then when I flew home, because obviously it's cheaper in the states as well, that's why I yeah. bought it there. When it, when I flew home, I got to the airport, and then I was about to go through into the departure lounge. Went to plug my headphones into the phone and I'm like, bro, there's no headphone, there's no jack. And I'm like, I'm not getting on this eight hour flight with no no flipping music. Forget that. So I had to buy, um, I think I bought Beats headphones um, mm. in the airport. 
And I just remember, like, just thinking, this is the, this is the life. I, I can I can swing my phone around in my hand, and there's nothing like this is. The, so that that's the point I'm trying to make, you know. And, and you make it really well there because even though you were just plugging into your um, PS PS4 controller before or PS5 controller, whichever one you were using, it's still it's still wired and you know giving you wireless functionality i feel like that's the future for everything you know the minute they can make wireless microphones that just you know you don't even need a wire for that it's gonna be sick 100 percent, 100 percent, 100 percent. and i think a big worry in a professional environment has been having loads of uh wireless mics but if we stay in this kind of scenario where everyone's recording from home that's not an issue in terms of like radio yeah. signals like crossing over so i make you right man I make Very you true. right. Listen, I want that. I want five percent sure when you bring out that microphone that me and Nick have been talking about. You get me? Also, yeah. Nick, humble brag. Man flew to Miami just to get a phone. Okay, no, okay, no, no. mate. Okay, I didn't, I didn't get you've, you've misinterpreted the story <laughs> deliberately. Not, not, yeah, go on. Not just to get a phone. I was I was there on holiday. I was there. And I, 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 otherwise, the the, the fifty pounds you save on the phone, you. you <laughs> <laughs> flying, flying to Miami costs more than fifty pounds. Put it that way. Yeah, you know I mean? ultimate hype beast for phones. Man had to get yeah. on a flight just to get that uh-huh. device. But yeah, man. So yeah, in short, um, if you want my professional opinion on the MV7, I'd say it's a great microphone if you're a streamer. Um, if you're wanting to get into podcasting, have a play with the settings to make sure you're getting the best out of your environment. The far setting is probably the one that's going to work if you don't want your microphone all up in the place when you're doing Zoom calls or when you're doing streaming. It's not got the same capabilities as the SM7B, but at this price range, an XLR and USB mic, which has a headphone jack on it, I'd be surprised if it did. It wouldn't make sense. Do you know what I mean? They'd be losing money. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's a great startup, startup price microphone really with some extra functionality. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. it's a good all-rounder and I like yeah. it. You can hear us on the podcast. We're probably going to put a little bit less processing on the edit for this than we usually do just so you can hear what it's like out the box. And, and you know, like you say, I, I think for a USB microphone, back in the day uh, before I accumulated all my equipment and stuff like that, if this microphone was on the market back then, I probably would have just bought that. Uh, and maybe would have saved myself a, a, a hell of a lot of money, although I love my equipment and it, and it is needed. But, you know, at the start, you're just looking for the cheapest possible way to do things a lot of the time. And mm. if I could have just bought one thing, that microphone, to do those jobs, I, I probably would have done that. So I'm sure a lot of people are going to be purchasing that microphone. And also because of the legacy that it has from its from its big brother, the SM7B, you know what I mean? That microphone alone, yeah, man. It, it sells on reputation because people see it in a lot of videos, but equally because it is, in my opinion, in its price range. And, and also for microphones above its price range, one, one of the best microphones I've ever used. Yeah, man. Yeah. Because you've, you've you, I mean, I think, yeah, you and I, we've used some proper you know, pricey ones. I mean, I've used microphones. I don't think I'd buy because I'm like, yeah, allow spending that much on a mic. Yeah, but like, like f- yeah. over a thousand pounds, two thousand pound microphones and all of that. And and I just think I hear this SM7B and I'm like, this is providing like a rich tone that I don't hear with some of them other microphones. Obviously, it's hard because in a lot of the places that I use those microphones, it's normally professional broadcast studios where it, there's a hell of a load of processing on the mic. So a lot of the time you don't actually hear the mic stand alone. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, th- I just think sometimes it gets a bit silly, doesn't it? You know, m- microphone prices. It's, 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 yeah. it's it, it turns into a bit of like, how much do you want to spend to say that I spent this much for a microphone? Whereas you can spend, what was it, 300 and something quid for an SM7B. And it, this microphone absolutely handles everything that I throw at it, man. 
I think there's a point uh, when you're doing your work where you have to realize that you're, you know, you're a talent as well, in it. Like if you're doing stuff, like you can have a thousand pound microphone, and if your content's dead, it's dead in it. Do you know what I mean? I don't mm. like, a spe- like you know, if you're not having to broadcast in certain situations. So yeah, I think you're 100. percent You're right, man. Do you know what I mean? I think I, th- I think it just turns into a bit of a like, <laughs> you know, between it's almost like the microphones right are almost like the car kind of mm. you know people that are like my car's better than your car blah 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 because it costs this much money blah. Mm. For, for audio files that's almost what microphones are yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. you know i bought this microphone it cost me five grand and it's like well, yeah but it sounds the same as my one which cost me 350 pounds <laughs> so like, yeah but it cost me five grand and everybody yeah. needs to know that it cost yeah. me five grand like, so, yeah, yeah man like listen you could have a great microphone but if you can't sing you can't sing do you know what I mean? Oh, don't say that. I haven't, I haven't given up on my dreams yet of, of becoming, <laughs> you know, opera, um, opera. Yeah, um, Brit- Britain's next um, pop superstar, mate. You know, I was, I was hoping for that. Well, we'll see. Uh, Nick, by the way, quick fact about the SM7B. I reckon you might know this fact already. Do you know it's the same type type of microphone that Michael Jackson used to record Thriller? There you go. There was it SM7B? Go. Or is it SM7? Mm. I think it was, but whatever. Yeah. The B stands for black. Yeah. I mean, th- there you have it. If, if it was good enough for Michael Jackson on Thriller, produced by Quincy Jones, then Come it's on. good enough for me talking shit in my spare bedroom. So. There you go. There you go. Uh, <laughs> anyway, other ways we've been killing time. This is another thing that we've both done, Nick. Um, we tried out a new type of shopping. And if we could defeat the system that was in front of us we could have potentially stolen from one of the richest companies in the world nick bright mm. am i right in thinking this is that true yeah a hundred percent um you're of course talking about amazon as that company mr jeff bezos uh his company they've opened a shop in west london mm. um in in ealing in west london and i i went down there a couple weeks back actually i i, I actually went there before mr how to kill an hour himself who <laughs> who, who who is based in the west london <laughs> northwest london area whereas i'm based in the east london area but one day i just thought you know what i'm just going to drive there because there's nothing else to do in this world now and uh, I was quite lucky, actually. When you when you went, what was it? Was, did you have to queue to get in and all of that stuff? Because when I went, I just walked straight in. There was no queue. There was a lot. There was kind of like people outside, all like curious as to what's going on and what it is. But nobody was in the queue, so I just bopped straight in. I think the downside of me not going there first was I didn't go there first, Nick. But the good side was that I went a couple of days after you, and I think the hype had died down a little bit. So it was like one person right. was in front of me in the queue. And they kind of were going in as I walked up. And then that was it. I went in and had a go. So, yeah. But anyway, what, what is so, this, Nick? It's, so it, it works really, really well. Um, Amazon Fresh, of course, is their, uh, it's Amazon's grocery line. So this is um, a, a, a physical store that's opened up. And a lot of people might have seen this already online or saw that the idea was being touted about stores that don't have tills essentially mm. or cash registers mm-hmm. um they have obviously staff working there to, to to monitor things and make sure everybody's okay and and replenish the shelves and all of that stuff but they don't have the usual you know go to the front all queue up scan all your stuff put it in bags that's all gone so mm-hmm. what happens is you get a qr code using the amazon app on your phone uh, and then there's these barriers at the front of the store you literally scan the qr code you walk in and then here's the clever part you can just pick up whatever you want right you don't even need it because people were like oh do you need a special bag like you can pick up a carrier bag because they have them there and they charge you 10p or whatever it is to use a carrier bag but you don't need one there's no special bags you can literally pick stuff up 
put it straight in your pocket, under your jacket, under your hat, into your sock. You can put it wherever you want, right? Into <laughs> your boxers, your... <laughs> in your in your bra. You know, you can you can put this stuff wherever you want. Yeah. Uh, and then once you've like picked up all the stuff you want, you just literally, and I mean this in, as as the actual meaning of the word, you literally walk out of the store. That's it. Yeah. And then within ten minutes or so, you get emailed a receipt of exactly what it is that you've picked up and, and taken. It's it's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's a fascinating idea. And we actually covered its latest iteration of, of before it came to actually be on How to Kill an Hour in like 2016, just after the show had launched. They, Amazon had said that they had this idea originally in like 2012. And they, a whole thing around it, Nick, was what, what would it be like if you walked into a store, grabbed what you wanted and just left? And it, it it took eight years for them to get there. But in terms of an experience, it's uh, I'll, I'll talk a bit more about my experience as well, because I really stress tested it. It's fascinating just to for starters, just to be so kind of liberated. Right. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. You feel like you're stealing stuff or like <laughs> because you're so conditioned to be like, you know, unless you're a thief and you're listening to this, you're so you're so conditioned to have a basket or a trolley yeah. and then pick up your stuff, put it in there. So everybody sees you're doing the the, the thing that you're meant to do. Yeah. When actually, if we're being honest, <laughs> this is going to sound like I'm, I am I am in by no means um, promoting crime or trying to tell anybody to commit crime. But to put stuff in your pocket in a supermarket, in a big supermarket, it's actually quite easy. Yep. Like, you know what I mean? But it's, it's that guilt and that kind of fear that keeps us from doing it. And I feel like when you're in the Amazon store, even though you're allowed to do that, it was still there a little bit for me. Like, mm. am I? Because I think there was, a, I think there's like a security guard and stuff in there. Obviously, like, because they got they've got to do certain health and safety things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, and I, and. I just felt like sometimes I felt like a bit weird and uneasy and on edge about like putting stuff in my pockets. But then I had to keep reminding myself, no, no, bro, you're, you're allowed. You're allowed to do this. Yeah. Whereas I'm a thief. So I was just like really disappointed. There was no pressure, no edge to me. Nicking. Marcus was just like beefing with the security <laughs> guard on purpose. Yeah. You want like, some? Come on. Come on. Because that's what he's that's what he's used to when he goes to Tesco. Yeah. The, the only the only danger is now if you're if you're so used, if you get so used to doing that in the Amazon store <laughs> and then you go to you quickly nip in to like Sainsbury's local or yeah. something and you just forget <laughs> like people are gonna be like yo bro what, what, what are you doing because you're just brazenly you're not even doing it like on the sly oh, you're just brazenly banging things yeah. in your pocket it's mad it's mad it's it's an it's a fascinating experience uh the technology behind it is they've not kind of unlocked what is exactly going on but did you look up when you were in the shop Nick I didn't look up, but um, I did. I saw some articles kind of talking about it. But like you said, they were very vague. And all the yeah. articles said is kind of they used sensor technology and cameras in, yeah. the, in the ceiling. Uh, that's that's it. I forgot to look up when I was in there, even though I'd read that article before I went. But I was too engrossed in, in right. like concentrating on not not fearing for my liberty <laughs> that's all right you can have a look at the youtube video that we're going to put up about this to see the cameras but there's oh, a bunch lovely. of is that a nice plug yeah, yeah lovely <laughs> thank you very much um yeah if you, we pointed the camera at the ceiling and it was just saturated with cameras and sensors like i don't i don't know if you've not been in a television studio you might not get this but just imagine looking up and seeing like a row imagine like a row of cameras just going 
in a line, but they're all squeezed next to each other. And then after, next to that row, there's another row of sensors and another row of cameras. It's like the whole ceiling was tiled with devices that are there to track you. And I figure what it does is Amazon doesn't know what I, well, didn't. Amazon didn't know what I looked like. It's not Facebook. It's not Snapchat. It's not Insta. So f I figured that they must scan us when we come in and then the scanning system must track you around. Kind of like when you tap on a face when you're taking a picture with an iPhone and that little box goes around it. I figured that they're doing that on your face and doing that on all the products while you're in yeah, there. face recognition, yeah. Yeah, so face recognition and tracking and tracking products for you as well. And here's what was crazy, right? I came in with other people and I could scan them in as well. So I used right, my yeah, barcode. I, 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 was, I was thinking about this the other day, like, because I went by myself yeah. in it. So I was like, yeah, that, that makes sense. But I thought, what if you've got like kids and you go in the store with kids or you're with your exactly. other half and they don't have Amazon accounts? How did that work? So I literally, so how you go in, just like Nick said, like you said, that you scan, you scan your barcode, get that up on your Amazon UK app. Not the Amazon fresh one from America, like everyone does, or I did. Um, mm -hmm. And you, you, you kind of scan it, and then let your mate walk through. You scan them, they walk through, then you scan yourself last, and you walk right. in. And here's so how they're on your account. I yeah. see that's how it's done. Right. So they're okay. on my tab. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So if you scanned me, and I'll just be taking everything. Yeah, like you, champagne you, you section. To, you, you, yeah, you can only take trustworthy friends to this. You know what I mean? If you take them scumbag friends you've got, they'll be loading up. <laughs> exactly. And we kind of stress tested it. I was with two other people, a cameraman and someone that was assisting him, and we literally were like spending time walking all around the shop picking stuff up putting stuff back because you know i wanted to see like you know is it going to accidentally charge me for anything and i picked up five pepperamis right in a pack to look at and accidentally one of them ripped and fell off to the side so i was like all right let me see what happened so i put that in my bag and put the pepper put the fifth one into my bag as well then um, we went around, we, there's like meal deals in there. Like the pricing's kind of just like regular convenience store pricing as well, isn't it? It's not mad yeah, yeah, yeah. expensive. So yeah, they, we got like a meal deal. I, I got a coffee from a coffee machine. We put, I think I picked up something and handed it to my mate. They picked up something, handed it to me. I put it back on the shelf. Everything. And I was so, and then, and then when you walk out, it's like literally fine. Um, and when I got the receipt, I was so smug. We were filming. I was like, oh, we've accidentally got an extra chicken sandwich. And then I looked down at the, at the receipt again and it was like chicken sandwich times two. I was like, oh, fuck. Um, so no. yeah, it just, it, it, it tracked us. I thought it was, I was surprised at how accurate it was. And one of the measurements that it had, which was really interesting, is it showed us how long we'd been in the store to the exact second as well. It was like 30 minutes and 42 seconds. I was like, oh, so Amazon must know how long I was looking at that can of baked beans for before I put it back. They must know that I kind of was like, you know, I looked at some vegan stuff maybe because I maybe I'm thinking about going vegan. The amount of data that they'll get off you from your shopping experience would be insane. Yeah, yeah. And and that's what a lot of people fear, isn't it? Yeah. So there'll be people out there listening to this who will think to themselves, that's the last place on earth that I yep. will want to go to. Because yep. look, you know, at the end of the day, I don't I don't think like that. You know, I'm cool about going in places and CCTV and blah, blah, blah. But I understand that people don't necessarily like the invasion. And I get mm. that, especially when com big, big tech companies are concerned, you know, like the likes of Facebook and Amazon and all of that. But, um, you know, I just thought, what do they what do they want with what would these companies want with me like you know <laughs> this is this is why the whole i don't want it this is this is i don't want to get political at all but this is why the whole vaccine thing at the minute is like a bit, a bit of a weird one for me because you know when people are saying 
the government are trying to track you, bro. I'm like, do they give a shit that I'm sitting here recording How to Kill an Owl with Marcus Bronzy and then I might go to Tesco Express, you know, then I might go to the park. Do you really think like MI5 are sitting there going, we got him, we got him, we got him. He's in the park. He's he, he, he's, he's moved from the park. Like they're not trying to track you and me, bro. You know, so yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, exactly. just go to the Amazon store and enjoy it. Exactly. I have a laugh of it. Yeah, try it out, man. Like, And they've got another one that's opened up in Wembley now. I don't know how long they're going to be there for, but it didn't look like like a little market store it looked pretty permanent yeah yeah i mean i'll be surprised if it's um if it's if it's not something they're looking to roll out across the whole of the uk eventually you know like obviously a lot of these things do start in london but interesting that they've they've opened two in london but quite close together like wembley and ealing aren't that far away from each other yeah you would say that but you would think something like that if they were really trying to go for the hype they would open it in like east london where (laughs) i live you can't Not go that, too trendy, Nick. You can't can, go can too I, can trendy. Can I just say... Can I just say that the, that the part of East London that I live in is not the like high beast part of East London. It's not the Dawson, Shoreditch, you know, Hoxton areas. Yeah. So, yeah. Fascinating, man. We'll see, man. Like I said, I stress tested it and it seemed to just work. And yeah, I'm probably going to start getting served adverts from Amazon to, you know, offer me chicken wraps or coffees at certain times of day. Who knows? I'll let you know yeah. about that as well. And I guess... To be fair, I'm used to that data being out there really anyway. And I'm, you know, it's just, I feel like, you know, if you use Instagram, if you use Facebook, if you use a social media, loads of your data's out there anyway. Do you know what I mean? So, you know, but if you're not feeling too paranoid, go and give it a go, man. It was a good bit of fun. Also drove a getaway car there, which was the Toyota Supra, which I, yeah, they sent us the new version of it. It's flipping out, Nick. I'm not the cariest car guy. And there's a couple of cars that I've driven and I've not realized their status in the car game. And it's, Supra's up there, bro. Supra's like, she's like old faithful, isn't it? Like she's like mm. a classic. So when Toyota was like, yeah, we've got this new Supra coming out. I was like, all right, I'll have a go on that. That looks pretty cool. Um, and yeah, they dropped it to us and I was just like, oh, rah, this is a proper sporty whip. And it's, it's probably, I'll be honest, the only car that I've got more nods in driving from like random drivers was the mustang that i drove yeah because it's a mustang isn't it? mustang uh not even the Mackie mustang like when i drove the, the regular, petrol right. yeah the petrol you know the five liter thing that you can hear coming when i was in this supra driving around it got a couple of you know I, how, is it do you call it the nod as well nick when guys go yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Give you, you, a little you, can, you can you can feel it though you know yeah. when you're driving a nice car <laughs> like you can you can just feel that this is how i, I imagine like people that have got like proper you know supercars feel daily you know people yeah, that have got yeah. lambos and all of that stuff but like when they're driving around they must know that like literally 90 percent of the people they're going near are all looking unless they live in dubai where like even if you're somebody as lowly as me you can afford a lamborghini yeah yeah <laughs> yeah man it was kind of like that but it was like it was less intense but when people saw it it was more of an intense response so i could drive past some people that weren't into cars i presume and they'd see it and be like oh that's a nice car and then you'd, and then i would like be just sitting there and a guy would be like whoa yeah and i was like <laughs> right okay um it was the Supra GR2 liter though, which was the, uh, it's like the diet version of it, isn't it? It's not the three liter six valve jobby, which I was cool with because I'm, like I said, I'm not the cariest car guy. And I figured 
everyone's asking like why did Supra do that and I figured the simple reason was is that like you've now made the car more accessible to people like because it's a little bit cheaper we'll put the pricing in the link in the description and it, I think it's, it's got a slightly smaller engine it's a little bit easier to to insure if you're a younger kid do you know what I mean maybe not your first car I'd say but you know if you're a young man if you're like in your your 24s 25s and you want something that's a little bit whippy it's the yeah. one mate sticks to the ground I'll tell you that for let free let me tell you car insurance is one of the biggest shegs ever still <laughs> to this day i was talking to someone about this the other day i was talking like can you remember when you got your first car when i passed my test i think i was like 19 yeah i think yeah. and and car i had i had something like 1.4 peugeot 106 xsi and the insurance at the car cost me something like 300 quid and the insurance was over a grand yeah, yeah? man and then I remember people saying to me, oh, yeah, yeah, but when you turn 25, your insurance goes down loads. I turned 25, insurance is still expensive. Then people said, yeah, 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 but when you turn 30, your insurance <laughs> go down loads. Turn 30, insurance is still expensive. I'm like, when is this going to go down? Like, why is it our generation always getting shafted with the house prices, with the car insurance? What is this? The generation before us, like my parents now, their car insurance is like 50 quid or some mad shit like that. You know, and they, they could buy a house back in the day for a tenner. You know, now it's like fucking got to shell out a thousand pounds for car insurance oh, and fucking man. half a million quid for a two bedroom flat in zone four. It is fucking mental. Anyway. Oh, the grown cast is an effect. I love it, Nick. Um, yeah, do you know what it is? It's just a fact. <laughs> but do you know what it is, though? It's like, it's, well, to be fair, if you want your, if you want your um, insurance to be cheaper, you just have to be a woman, Nick. Um, so I know I'm saying it like that's a really flippant thing you can go and do as quickly as making a cup of tea. That would help instantly. Other than that, mate, I don't know what to do. I think young men or even men that are over 30, we're just not favourable, mate. Young, we're not safe. <laughs> Old men. Young. We're just but not favoured. Tell you what I never do. These these insurance companies that want to bang a box in your car, I'm Forget like, bro, that. you no lot, can, you lot can get lost. No you chance. Lot, I'm, I, 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 I'm out here keeping keeping to the speed limit. You know what I mean? You know, <laughs> yeah, so man. like, I don't want no box in my car. Yeah, man. I, yeah, I'm not having that at all. That is Forget not that. the one. This is this is yeah. when I do turn into one of those yeah, Amazon yeah, conspiracy yeah, yeah. theorists. Dudes. I'm like that, and like <laughs> the know? smart meters as well. I'm like, yeah, I'm all right for that, mate. Thank you very much for my smart, smart meter. Mate. This meter's not as smart as me, mate. You know what I mean? Coming <laughs> in my mean? house. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, hundred percent, man. Hundred percent. But yeah, it was a very interesting drive. Very low car. I'm six foot three, so I have to be honest with you. Nice car. You would get much enjoyment watching me get in and get out of that car, Nick. Mm -hmm. The noises I would make getting in and out of it and also the couple of times that I ended up on the floor were probably quite hilarious to everyone but me. Um, they might make it into the YouTube video as well. But when you're in there, when you're driving around, bruv, it's um, it's nice to have that kind of sporty feel, man. It's, it's, it's a good drive. Uh, Notoriously has a lot of bits that come from uh, BMW. So it's got like the same kind of onboard computer as it's M drive, I think it is. People say it's all right, yeah. but I just want CarPlay nowadays. Just give me my Apple screen in my car, please. It's so, it's so true. Yeah. Like, it, like now cars are all developing these systems and blah 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 yeah, but, right, uh, but for young people anyway i don't know what and it, uh, that feels like a mad generalization but i kind of feel like if my dad had um you know a car that had like one of those systems he would just use that system but like people my age and below we're just looking for the the usb port to get the the apple screen or the or the android um screen on that screen in the car you know exactly exactly i just want it i just and now i want it wireless as well because you can get wireless carplay as well give me that i chuck my phone onto the wireless charger get my tunes pumping let me listen to how to kill an hour uh, podcast as well because i'm narcissistic like that 
Let's crack on. Do you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, in terms of a vehicle, man, it was a head turner, nice whip. Uh, yeah, man, that was a Supra uh, two two liter. It was um, it was a it was a very whippy car, man. I, I can see, I can see now how people can get really into cars. And also, one more fact about it: it's got the perfect weight distribution for a car, which means it sticks to the floor, so it's great for drifting and having full control. Apparently, because a uh, man ain't really a drifter, right? Nick, do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. Uh, anyway, before sure. we get out of here, one more th- other thing that I tried as well. Um, I had got my hands on these trainers from Drop Labs. Um, actually, you know what? Fuck it, Nick. I'll talk about that in another podcast, mate. We're coming up on 55 minutes here. But um, yeah, but yeah, that was it, man. I mean, when it comes to driving, I'm a convenience man. I like nice things, but I'm also a convenience man. I want my car to drive, obviously. I want it to work. As in, I don't want to have a car that I'm worried about breaking down, so it's got to be new. And I just want to feel like driving is a pleasurable experience because especially being in London, driving can be very highly stressful when there's traffic, lots of beeping and all that kind of stuff. And I feel like being in a vehicle that is relaxing and calming helps with that. Do you know what I mean? And it's a, it was yeah. a cool, calm drive, man. I felt like, yeah, it was nice. very wide though. I didn't feel good going through the um, width restrictions, man. Uh, may or may not have, have uh, <coughs> scuffed the rim, you get me? But um Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, it was it was cool loving that. But I mean, what what about you? What what does it? What do you want to get out of a drive when you drive a car, Nick? Apart from getting to your destination, uh, I just I want it to be I want it to be fun and mm. feel fun. Mm. Um, but for me now, the this is going to sound so pointless because, like you say, the main reason that we all get in a car is to get from A to B. But I I want to be entertained in a way um, by the infotainment system in the car essentially yeah, yeah. um you know and, and and a lot of car manufacturers now are this is a big thing um so mercedes i don't know if you've seen in their kind of new a classes new cla class as well they've got a, a thing called the mbux system um and it's a full digital dash basically mm. um they, they, there's two depending on what depending on what model you've gone for and the specification of that model, there's two 10.5-inch screens next to each other. One is your instrument cluster, you know, with Speedo and blah, blah, blah. The one next to that is um, your, like, uh, media, navigation, uh, settings for the car, all of that. And I just nerd out with that stuff, man. Um, and, and in the new A-Class as well, if you get the Premium Plus model, don't work for Mercedes, promise, but <laughs> if you get the Premium Plus model, you can get um, ambient lighting in the car. Yes. Over, over 64 different colours you can have. Um, for the, Someone's for the read the lighting. manual, boy. Yeah, yeah trust me. <laughs> um, and it's just, yeah. Si- it's, just, it's just sick, you know. I think yeah. it's just... Um, you know, I want my car to look a little bit like a spaceship when I get into it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, call it what it is, man. Yeah. And also, it's got to be, like, I don't know about you, it's got to be a comfortable driver. I don't want to get out of a car feeling like I've had oh, a yeah, fight, that. fight with yeah, it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah. All right, cool. Well, uh, listen, all right. Now that you've put your order in, Nick, we'll make sure you get, we'll get you a car that's of similar spec to that then, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Get it sorted. Uh, nice one, mate. <laughs> anyway, look, we've almost hit an hour now, so I think it's about time we wrap up things. Where should we look for you on the internet, Nick? Probably the best place is just Instagram, in it. Just my name, mm-hmm. uh, no, no underscores or ones or you know or any of that stuff. It's just, it's just Nick Bright on yeah. Insta. And don't do what I do if you look for Nick Bright on Twitter as well and keep fucking tweeting the wrong one. He needs yeah. to just so give the, you his handle, you know, instead of th- th- smugly going. This is going, what's happened, yeah. Nick. So there's, there's a, there's a, there's a Nick Bright. There's an at Nick Bright on Twitter. 
um because i'm at nick bright dj on twitter but on insta i'm just at nick bright yeah all but right. this guy he just always forwards i mean to be <laughs> fair to him he always forwards on the messages uh he's like I think this is for you at nick bright dj and then <laughs> and then the last time you actually said uh, you said to, you tweeted him didn't you saying like how much for the handle or like give up the handle and then he, he just didn't reply to yeah, your tweet I, I realised it might have come across a bit aggressive I was like give, just give him your handle man stop messing around bruv uh, he didn't you know. reply to it which I thought was quite harsh uh, he just he just aired you like that mate you know especially because I'm sure previously he said he was a fan of the show did, did he no way really oh well Nick if you're hearing me say this man give him your flipping handle right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me. Um, but yeah, man. All right. You can find me at Marcus Bronzy, M A R C U S B R O N Z Y. Yeah, I'm on Instagram as well. I'm also starting to do TikToks as well, but I'm not, I repeat, not oh, I dancing can't. on the timeline I, like I a bad B. Yeah. You, 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 can, you can do the TikTok thing. You know, you have that. You've not seen, you've clearly not seen it because I'm doing TikTok in a way that you would appreciate. Yeah. <laughs> you go on it and I'm doing yeah, I go on it, I see you doing the flipping silhouette challenge and all of that bollocks that the kids are doing. I was gonna do that like a parody one and just like hang something between my legs like a football sock filled with fruit were, and veg. If, if you were gonna do it, you should have done it with the um with the supra. You know what I mean? You could have you could have like you could have had it like a silhouette of a of like a a, a a mini metro or something and then like switched it up when the light came on bam super right there that's the one man see uh, toyota this is why you need to be giving me cars you know what i mean come on <laughs> soon come nick bright i think so mm-hmm. um all right well thank you very much for killing some time with us instead of our usual outro music i would like nick to select a sound effect of his choice to finish oh, the show really and we'll many. see you next I, time or you I can just I press a few of them together this. Um, right, okay, uh, let's go for just just go for a, a load of them. What else have I got? Wait, that's it's not over. Oh, I've done that already. Right, peace out, people. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.